Welcome to Songs and Stories, the not-for-musicians-only music podcast. Welcome once again to Songs and Stories. My name is Michael Gaither, and this is Songs and Stories, episode number 68. A very cool episode, by the way, and we'll talk about why in a, in a bit here. Uh, even the casual listener to Songs and Stories knows that the Strawberry Music Festival held um, in Groveland, California, near Yosemite, every Memorial and Labor Day weekend has been the source of many of my musical epiphanies. It's where I really learned to start playing with other people, in front of other people. Uh, I've gotten all kinds of songwriting inspiration. I've interviewed some of my favorite people, and I've I've really discovered more artists there than I could probably name in even a one-hour podcast. Uh, this gentleman on, on, on this episode in particular is certainly no exception. Um, John Cowan was the lead vocalist with Newgrass Revival from 1974 through, according to Wikipedia, right in front of me here, 1989 when they opened for the Grateful Dead on New Year's Eve at the Oakland Coliseum. And um, I could go, I could do a whole podcast on Newgrass Revival, but basically it took Sam Bush and some other people and and really kind of brought bluegrass with a lot of modern influences. Uh, John Callen came along and he was a bass player with uh, a heavy R&B background, which was one other kind of cool combination with that kind of music. And um, as you'll discover in this interview, he's got a pretty broad musical pedigree. So we're going to be talking to John about that. Um, the reason he sticks out in my mind a lot is because my very first Strawberry Music Festival, I don't know, 12, 13, 14 years ago, uh, during that festival, the headliners were the, the Sam Bush Band. This is when I only kind of knew about Newgrass, and it wasn't too long after you know, they were playing on, that Sam was playing on his own. Callan was was doing vocals. Their guitar player in that incarnation was Daryl Scott. So I was watching this all-star band headlining and not really realizing who I was being exposed to until I started hearing all these songs. And I thought, oh, I know that song. I know that song. I know that song. I've heard this before. And then after the fact, I kind of cut up and realized that I was seeing this very special lineup. And um, it was a pretty inspiring night. Uh, John Cowan's been doing several versions of his own John Cowan band since. The latest incarnation we're going to hear in this interview. What we're going to do is um, talk to Don, John Cowan outside of Don Quixote's Music Hall in Felton, California, where I talked with him about a month ago. Sitting on the curb, looking at the field, talking about kind of his musical background. And then we're going to go inside the club and um, hear a couple of things. When I, after the interview, when I was watching the show, I had my recorder in hand, and the acoustics were very good. So I recorded a couple of things, and I got hold of John through his publicist and got his okay to uh, you know, lay down a couple of live tracks here in the podcast. So what you're going to hear is an interview, him talking about his band, and then hear what the band sounds like. Because besides being a great vocalist, Cowan's an amazing bass player, and he's got this really cool um, band that plays behind him. And it's not... It's, I guess it's still new grass, but it goes off in a lot of different directions, and it was a very cool experience, especially seeing it in a very small, intimate club. So let's get right to it. Um, before we get to that, a couple of uh, housekeeping details. I want to let you know at least a couple of times that his newest CD is going to become is coming out on September 9th, and a lot of you folks will get this title right away. It's called 8,745 Feet. 
and it's a compilation of bands he's had through the years playing at the Telluride Bluegrass Festival in Colorado. That's September 9th. His latest release is called New Tattoo, and you can get a copy of that by going to johncowan.com. You can also go to my site, michaelgather.com, and that's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com, and I'll put up links under the Songs and Stories episode 68 section for John's site, his CDs, where he's playing, and I'll link in some, some new grass links, too, and let you know kind of some other things that we're talking about during this episode. I'll link things up there if you want to... Look at that for reference while I listen to this interview. So let's hear a couple of things off New Tattoo. I'll play you some cuts, uh, a little bit of Red Birds and a Joshua Tree, and Back to Your Arms, and then we'll head out the back door uh, across the street um, of Don Quixote's and Felton and talk with John Cowan. radio in 66, 67, mm-hmm. 68, 69, which was, you know, that was kind of a renaissance period, and what we call pop music today is a, you couldn't even compare it to that, because mm-hmm. back then, you I mean, you had, these are people that are now icons, and, but, you know, you'd go from Buck Owens to Stevie Wonder to Rita Franklin to Sam and Dave to Hendrix to the Beatles to the Hollies to Bob Dylan, I mean, it was crazy. On the same station. Yeah, on AM radio. Yeah. 
I've been talking to a lot of people doing this little interview series, and they're talking about just when they grew up, it was like radio played everything, and now you kind of go to the web for it because radio's become so marginalized. You know? Well, maybe it's a, you know maybe now because of the internet, it's more like it was then. At least kids have you a know place when you're a, when yeah. you're growing up as a musician, you're such a sponge that yeah you know you need to have my to me the most important thing about any artist musician is pedigree you have to have pedigree and you have to have an understanding of what came before you mm -hmm. that's what I always loved about the dead it's like it wasn't a part of their charm to me was that Jerry you know Jerry was so well versed in folk music and bluegrass uh -huh. music and then Bob knew all the soul music you know so you, yeah it's a great collaboration it's like they had the pedigree. They knew where, you know, they knew who the masters were. Mm -hmm. You have to build on that. Yeah. But maybe now with the internet, kids have access to that. Well, I was kind of, I was. It was funny because like the death of record stores and that whole kind of discussion. I was kind of approaching, you know, crusty old farthood, going, you know, we miss the record stores. The, the stations are different than us. Looking at my my nieces and their iPods have everything on them. And I interviewed. Uh, there's a local Bay Area band called the Crooked Jades. They do like old time string band music, and he's saying. Um, the iPod's the best thing that ever happened because you can get all this stuff now and just download it and listen to it. So there's, yeah. you have access to all these different styles, and as long as kids have an interest and are exposed to it, you know, we can yeah, kind of go back and it's a good thing. My kids are all about, you know, Radiohead and, you know, a lot of current music. They love Kings of Leon. Mm -hmm. What's this band out of Seattle that I like, too? It's kind of like Roger Stills and Nash and Young. I can't think of their names. But anyways. But then also they, you know, they listen to heavy doses of the Beatles and Zeppelin mm -hmm. and Hendrix. Yeah. And Simon and Garfunkel and Gordon Lightfoot. I mean, it's, and I had nothing to do with any of this. They just kind of found it or their friends found it. I guess so. That's good. Is that Maggie? <laughs> well, that's Maggie. I don't know who this dog is. Well, you're in Felton. It's pretty much dog territory. Yeah. But uh, it's a good place to be. Um, yeah, and I guess for me, I guess to see you... Fleet Foxes is the name of the band from Seattle. Fleet Foxes? I've never heard of them. Great. I'll They're look them fabulous. up and I'll link them in the podcast. Um, and I guess for you, making a, a, a non-strawberry berry run is not, not something you normally do a whole lot of. Normally it's, uh, it's something I need doing? to do a whole lot of. How you doing, bud? Doing all right, thanks. Nice dog. Are we in the way of your path here? No, not okay. at all. All right. What's your dog's names? Oh, this is Virgil. 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 Hi, Virgil. Is and his name? And he rode on the Danville train. Yeah, he yeah. sure did. And this is baby Poppy. Baby Poppy. What's up, Poppy? That's a big baby. That's what my grandkids call me, Poppy. <laughs> all right. Hey, bud. So my name's Alan. Hey, uh, Alan. John Cowan. Yep, I know who you this are. Is Mike. I'm Michael. I'm Mike. You're on my interview. What's that? We're interviewing. You'll be on my podcast. Oh, okay. If that's okay. So are your dogs. So are your dogs. Oh, well, cool. And then I also go by the name of Elkhorn Slim from when I used to be a K-Pig DJ. Hey, man. Nice oh, to see you. Oh, okay. Yep. <clears throat> and I just gonna let that name rings a bell. Holy cow. Usually I live running this film over here, and now it's four feet tall of weeds. Uh -oh. And thistles. I wouldn't do that. This will be bad as the ticks. We'll talk to you in a little bit. All righty. Thanks for being here. Nice meeting you. <coughs> it's a very formal interview series, as you can tell. I know. <laughs> oh, so you were asking about coming to California and not under the auspices of Strawberry. Yeah. yeah. What's this well, tour? What learned, this tour running you? Or, uh, we've been gone. We'll have been gone a month by the time we get home. Mm -hmm. We're getting into our third week now. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And we, we started out in Texas, worked our way through Texas, um, New Mexico, Arizona, then we came up here. Mm -hmm. 
But what I found out is that you just can't come out here once every three years and play Strawberry and ha expect to have an audience. True. So here we are. Yeah. We're making them one at a time. So what you do it. My, my, my wife heard, John's playing Don Quixote's. We have to go. And I said, sure we do. <laughs> and I, I recognize a lot of Strawberry folks in there, but they bring their friends and you build oh, their it's, audience. And it's great. Yeah. It's a great room, too. It's really, you're, you're going to like it in there. Um, well, let's see what else. Um, I pulled out, Carla's got a new, tat or new tattoo, mm -hmm. I, and I, I was playing on the way up, and I, I, I kind of forgot about what a great listen it is. I mean, you know, when a track came on, I go, well, it's got to be Patty Griffin. And I, I'm, in, I'm in the car reading the liner notes going, that's Patty Griffin, you know, and that sounds like Daryl Scott, and that was Daryl Scott. So. Yeah. That was about three years ago? Yeah, that record's a little old now. Yeah. But, yeah, it came out three years ago, in yeah. this, three years ago this spring. And um, is there a newer one yet? Is that... Yeah, we have something coming out this summer that's actually a, a live record that's a compilation of like all the bands that I've had there in the last 15 years. So it's pretty interesting. Oh, very cool. It goes from the very first uh, aggregation I had up to the current one. So a nice little historical route from the, the John yeah. Cannon band. Yeah, it's really good. That's neat. When's that coming out? August, no, September 9th, I think. Okay, and what's, the, what's it going to be called? Uh, it's called 8,745 8, feet. Which is the altitude to oh, tell you right. ride. Okay. I'll link that in the podcast, too. Um, so what's the Cowan Band sound like these days? Who's making it up? And it's you, had really this, you had this awesome banjo player when you, I think in one of the first iterations I saw at Strawberry with him. That's probably Scott Vestal, who now yeah. plays in Sam Bush's band. He's okay. been with Sam for about five years. Yeah. We don't have banjo anymore. I yeah. went through a couple guys, and um, I decided to get a drummer instead, and uh -huh. I'm really happy with it. Yeah. So it's more, it's even tilting more towards, I don't know. I mean, we do, you know, we're doing Charlie Parker tunes now, so. And Soundcheck was kind of all over the map, too. It was fun to listen to. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. It was, there was a nice little jammy piece of talking about the dead. Um, your guitar player was doing this thing. It sounded really nice. Mm -hmm. That one, too. That might have been the one he wrote. It's called, it's his tribute to West Montgomery. It's called East, East Meets West. Then the other instrumental we did is a Tony Rice tune called uh, Gasology. Mm -hmm. And then the other one was a Stevie Wonder tune. Okay. And so with your, did you train as a vocalist or mm -hmm. was is it, a, is it a matter of, I guess with, with what you do, is it, is it a matter of ability plus training, I would imagine? Yeah, yeah, it's both of those things. I mean, I was fortunate enough, the one year I went to college. Because your voice is really unique. Thank you. Yeah. The one year I went to college, you know, I, I always like to say I confused uh, THC with GPA. <laughs> but the thing I didn't get an incomplete on, <laughs> I, I'm, uh, the one thing I did great on was I was in a, a college choral group, uh -huh. and the guy that was a teacher, and I was 18 at the time, the guy that was a teacher was an absolute uh, uh, Nazi. Elkhorn of, Slim lost his dog. Uh-oh. Watch back. out for Poppy. All right, I'm sorry. Anyways, the guy that taught this this uh, course in this class was a, a vocal Nazi. Mm -hmm. So I learned how to sing correctly from him. Mm -hmm. And then I started taking private voice in the 80s, and I've never really stopped. Mm, okay. Now I don't go all the time. I go in for tune-ups now. Uh-huh. Make sure I'm not doing the wrong things. So you don't stretch anything or break anything. Yeah, because as high and as hard as I sing, you know, I'm 55 now, so it's, it's a challenge. Yeah, and you're still hitting those notes. I'm trying. Well, very cool. Well, I appreciate your time. I look forward to tonight's show. Thanks, Thank you. Mike. Thank you. Did you like the Volkswagen van there huffing and puffing at the beginning of the interview? 
Now, you're playing at a, a club up in Felton in the mountains above Santa Cruz. Of course there's going to be a Volkswagen van. I brought that in special just for the interview, so I hope John appreciated it. And also, it's a Songs and Stories podcast, so of course there's going to be a talk walking around at some point. Uh, Elkhorn Slim, if you're listening, Pet Virgil Keen and Poppy for us, and hope they're doing well. So let's go back into the club a couple hours later and hear John and his band. And by the way, his band these days consists of um, Jeff Autry on guitar. You're going to hear him do a fine uh, piece here in a little bit. John Fraser on mandolin, Shad Cobb on fiddle, and Byron Lawrence on percussion, and of course, John Cowan on bass and lead vocals. So let's get to the the club later on. What we're going to hear are... um, a Bill Monroe tune called Cabin on the Hill. We'll hear some banter, and then we'll hear that Tony Rice tongue he was, he was talking about, Gasology. We're going to hear that as well. So here's the John Cowan Band, now live, well, then live, at Don Quixote's Music Hall in Felton, California. Here's a Bill Monroe She's my rose of old Kentucky 
We're going to do a, an instrumental here featuring the guys picking. I'm going to let Jeff tell you a little bit about this story and this song. Of course, I had to tell him what it was first. It always helps out if I'm lucky in the loop. Uh, this is a tune we uh, learned for the purpose of playing a show with our dear friend, Mr. Tony Rice. And uh, yeah, seriously. And uh, in preparation for this uh, set we were going to do with Tony at Merlefest, it's been two years ago now, he shows up. He hadn't thought of this tune, and he said 30 years. He's like, oh, Callan, I can't play that anymore. John said, one, two, three. <laughs> and uh, it came out on a, a vinyl disc is what I had it on, one of those big round LPs, remember those things? And it uh, came out in 1980 on a record called Acoustics. This is uh, track one. It was recorded over in Berkeley at Art Studio. Absolutely, 1750 Art Studios. Not that I read the liner notes or anything, but in September of 80, I think it was. But, uh, this was the first track on the side A, it's entitled Gasology. Okay, I have one question, speaking of that. What do we do now with CD covers? We're too damn old to see things be this small. You can't get loaded and do that anymore. Yes, I think the, the country singer Shelby Lynn said you can't roll a joint on a CD cover. So, I don't know what she meant by that. They're worthless.
drums. Uh, one time for John Kelly now. Come on. So once again, the John Cowan Band live at Don Quixote's Music Hall in Felton, California, a little while back, uh, doing Bill Monroe's Cabin on the Hill, Tony Rice's Gasology, and they did all kinds of stuff that night. They did some, you know, some Newgrass Revival tunes, some Bluegrass, they threw in some Zeppelin and Moody Blues, just all over the place. If you get a chance to see them live, definitely do it. And again, the new album, the Telluride compilation, is called 8,745 Feet. It comes out on September 9th. Uh, you can find out more about that at johncowan.com, I'm sure. You can also go to my site, michaelgather.com. It's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com. And look for the section for Songs of Story 68. And I'll put up a whole bunch of stuff about how to get a hold of John Cowan and where he's playing and what he's up to. And I'll link some Newgrass Revival things in there as well. Because if you haven't heard Newgrass Revival, it's a great place to start. But uh, Cowan stuff since then is, is equally just as fun. So once again, I'm Michael Gaither. This is Songs and Stories. Uh, coming up on the next episode, we're going to talk to Brad Collerick, a Los Angeles singer-songwriter who's found a kind of unique way to make a living down there and support his singer-songwriter habit like many of us you know, try to do. So I'm Michael Gaither. If you have any comments about this podcast, you can send me an email, michael at michaelgaither.com. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. I appreciate your time. Take care.